0: Welcome back to the Oklahoma Today podcast. I'm your host, Ben Lucian, and I'm wondering if anyone in the room knows what today is.
1: Yes. Anyone.
0: What Carly, is do? do you know what today is? No, I don't know
1: what it is. Sorry. It's
0: Other my,
2: than Tuesday? It's my nephew's 10th birthday. Hello. Happy birthday,
1: Knox. Yeah, e- I love you. I believe it's Wednesday.
0: Oh, you're right. It is Wednesday. <laughs> well, it'll be Monday when this episode comes out. What day is it? On the day that people are hearing us. Well, you're all silly geese because it's Oklahoma Day. Of oh. <laughs> I'm not talking about Statehood Day in November. Uh, this is something different. Oklahoma uh, Oklahoma Day, which we're talking about today. Yeah. Sort of like National Pancake Day, National Sons and Daughters Day, Pie Day, which in that it's uh, they're all. Silly occasions observed around the U.S. that are also uh, entirely made up. So uh, we're going to have a lot of fun talking about the fictitious Oklahoma Day later on in the show. We also have Terry Kane from the OSU Extension Tulsa County Master Gardeners Program to talk about their annual plant sale, which is already underway online. I promise you'll want those details, but first, let's hear a word from our sponsor. You are called to be bold. You have a right to the best wireless service, high-speed internet, and customer service at a price that you can feel good about. At Provado Wireless, we know this. And that's why we put you and your community first. Provado Wireless, the power of connection. So, we posed this outside-the-box question. Yeah, this... Uh, yes.
2: I'd um, like people of... to do some self-examination <laughs> on their social media habits.
0: We had a lot of um, interesting answers. We had to really police these responses. <laughs> we really Guys,
2: <laughs> it's not political. Man. Like, chill out. Uh,
0: but we also had a lot of great responses, which I'm excited yeah, we did. to we dig into later. We had some really good ones. Um, but I know a group of people who also have some really interesting answers to questions, and they're all in this room right now. Yes, and one of them didn't have his ready to go. So oh, you don't he's have fumbling yours? for his phone. I've got it now. It's okay. Good. Good. Well, do you have so um, Yeah, but I think oh.
2: someone else should go first because I prepared a whole thing.
0: Okay, well, yeah. uh, senior editor Carly Ibarra. Uh, it's Oklahoma Day, so how are you going to be celebrating?
1: Um, so I'm going to start by watching Oklahoma, the movie. Oh, of one course. One of my favorite musicals okay. of all time. Of course. Uh, eating at 39 and going mm. through fam. Oh, good. Um, I've never eaten at 39, so I figure I should get some native cuisine in there, and then uh, going to the zoo because it's my favorite place in Oklahoma. Wow. Oh, that's so nice. It's a it's it would be a fantastic day, assuming the weather is nice. I want to do
0: Oklahoma Day <laughs> with you. That sounds that, that was sounds a, like a tremendous answer. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know really if anyone's stopping that. Okay. Uh, Megan Rossman, photo editor, how are you spending Oklahoma Day?
3: Okay, so I was thinking about this in terms of like uh, something that everyone does, kind mm-hmm. of like Thanksgiving or something. So I was just like, everybody in Oklahoma will make hamburgers on this day okay. or purchase them and dip them yeah. in queso. <laughs> <laughs> Free queso. The queso is free. No, nah, it probably won't be free in this case. Oh wow! How is it they're Oklahoma gonna have to. If you're making your own hamburgers. You can't just go to a restaurant and be like, "I need queso for my burgers." <laughs> Not like, even on you a know, holiday. No, we've already turned Oklahoma
0: Day into this commercial mess.
3: No, it's you're making your burgers or you're buying them from someone, uh, and then someone local maybe make yeah. tiki drinks as well. Everyone will make tiki drinks. Okay, okay, that's an Oklahoma thing. No, oh. but I think that they should. Yeah. Yes, and then light fireworks. I like this. Because I mean, Easter doesn't what... have anything to do with rabbits. That's I do want chocolate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So
2: yeah, I think we can add. And it ends with and no fireworks because we're American. I like that. I like this. A good answer. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> well, Nathan, do you have your answer? I did. Ready um, I, Carly, uh,
2: mm-hmm. and I had the same thought, which is that it should definitely have some kind of native. Native aspect, right? Mm-hmm. Indigenous aspect, and so I, I didn't say go eat at thirty nine. Oh, that's a good idea, and we should all go do that together. But because um, it's really good, but I did say that I hope that the food would include things like three sisters and fry bread, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. because I think it'd be really good. But you definitely need a chicken fried steak. I think I think that would have to be college football on. Mm. Um, yes, right of some kind. Um, everyone make a playlist of their favorite Oklahoma carols,
0: mm.
2: like mm. Do You Realize and King yeah. of the Road.
0: Oh
2: yeah, uh, and then um, we'd all sing the state song we'd have a local beer and we go to bed and wait for Reba Claus to fill our stockings <laughs> with blingy jean jackets from Dillard's
1: nice Reba yeah. Claus Reba Claus How, so what's what's her standard for behavior? What
2: everybody you, gets presents cause Aww. Reba loves everybody yeah she's yeah, nice yeah <laughs> Yeah, everybody gets presents from Reba Claus. Yeah? Yeah. That makes sense.
1: Uh, just yeah. don't leave cookies out for her. She won't <laughs> eat them. Uh,
0: that's right. <laughs> She's yes. got
2: plenty at her at her restaurant in mm-hmm. the Toca. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And
0: so What about you, Ben? Yes. What is I,
2: Reba Claus bringing you?
0: Can someone remind me uh how much Water, are you supposed to drink in a day? That's eight, like eight.
1: 64 ounces at least.
0: <laughs> yeah, like eight. Cups. I was gonna suggest eight ounces. Uh, 64 ounces. Okay, so I want to drink uh, precisely that much in uh, Ted's queso. <laughs> on Oklahoma Day, I think that's appropriate. Just the that's full, good.
3: the and full. And then go to the hospital. Yes, uh-huh. <laughs> I'm gonna be the Tom Brady of Oklahoma of, uh, Day. will be a boon for the hospital.
1: <laughs> As is every holiday. For, really. Yeah,
0: holidays yeah, are a great time yeah. to visit the local hospital. That's hilarious. Uh, I also have a hand, a hand signal for Oklahoma Day. Or for, not for Oklahoma today <laughs> i got, got a hand signal for Oklahoma today <laughs> <laughs> so you start you put your uh, your ring finger and your middle finger down and then you put your thumb over those two Are fingers you... and then you're not done, you go downward you turn it upside down. and then it's horns down baby <laughs> the people in Texas can cry about it yes. yeah, um, totally well, we had some Well, like I said, some great answers online and some not so great answers, yep. but we're reading the great the answers, great ones. yeah. Uh, Tana Barnes. Now, these are longer answers than normal, so yeah. just uh, strap in. <laughs> I would drive up to Guthrie and have some donuts at Missy's, mm. then I would walk around the Guthrie Historic District, enjoying antique shops and a coffee at Rick's. Spend an hour at the Oklahoma Territorial Museum, then head to OKC. A leisurely stroll around the Bricktown Canal to go see the Land Run Monument uh, would be in order. Dinner at Cheever's Cafe sounds mm. wonderful. Then ending Oklahoma Day with a beautiful sunset at Lake Hefner Lighthouse. Nice. That's a good Oklahoma Day. Yeah. Yeah. You can't, you can't really beat that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Pam Ferguson uh, also had a long one, uh, okay. but a good one. I like what the energy she was tapping
2: into here. Okay. What did uh, cousin Pam have to say?
0: Yeah, oh, is this Pam Ferguson really? Cousin I think so, yeah. Like okay. Fourth, yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, I'm going to get up in the morning, put on my stocking cap and heavy coat, and then go outside to feed the animals. <laughs> Mid-morning, I will strip down to a long-sleeved shirt and jeans and run errands. By afternoon, I will change into a t-shirt and shorts to work in the garden. (laughs) In the evening, I will put on my rain gear, prepare the shelter, and sit outside to watch for tornadoes.
2: We do like our costume changes here. Yes, I
0: love that that taps on the... Uh, specific multiple uh, yeah. yeah wardrobe changes throughout the day.
1: I mean, she's not wrong. No, yeah. she's, she's totally not off. wrong.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's why we're reading it. That's right. Yeah. Uh, husband and wife duo Dennis and Mindy Watson said spend it taking photos of all the iconic slash historic places around Oklahoma, then end it enjoying a beautiful Oklahoma sunset. That's great. I Good. mean, yeah. we do have some beautiful sunsets here. Yeah,
2: lots of places to take photos of. Yes. Yeah.
0: Local pizza expert Rob Christinger. <laughs> Said a pepperoni palooza and 50-50 with a ranch flight from Hideaway Pizza. Mm. Can't beat it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now I'm hungry. Um, <laughs> Dottie Swan Applegate said a day at the Wichita Wildlife Refuge. That's cool. Classic.
2: Yeah, we love it there.
0: Uh, speaking of classic, Andrea Rice said Aishan's Lunch for my parents. Y'all, we yeah. haven't
2: been to Aishan's in a hot minute. We probably need to like, make need an Aishan's plan at yes. some point.
1: I yeah. want to go with her parents.
0: Oh, Yeah. <laughs> That's true. I mean, <laughs> clearly they're um, they're a good time. Yeah,
2: sounds like fun. Okay.
0: Uh, I like this answer, Alitha North. Uh, sorry, Lisa Northway said I'd go to a powwow. Um, good. Yes, yep. very yep, good. Yep, yep. And our friend Evan Jarvik said, uh, <laughs> taking the the phrasing of the question literally, uh, the U.S. creates it, so it's a national holiday, and I get to take off work. I'm just staying in bed.
2: You know what? That's we've got a federal holiday coming up in a week and that is that's how I spend President's Day.
0: Um, a good deal of uh, federal holidays yeah just mm-hmm. um not yeah. doing much
2: yeah because yeah, exactly. i well the last federal holiday we had we were iced in and couldn't really go anywhere at all anyway that's true. so that wasn't really fair no yeah
0: well, those are good answers
2: thanks everybody mm-hmm. who answered like a person
0: <laughs> well I should have asked our guest Terry Kane about what she would do for Oklahoma Today but uh,
2: I keep saying Oklahoma
0: Today I know
2: Oklahoma Day <laughs> Oklahoma Sorry. Day by Oklahoma Today yes that's, yeah
0: uh, Uh, But uh, Terry Kane is here to talk about the uh, plant sale, which is online, live online right now throughout the month. Uh, There's an amazing selection that you can kickstart your garden for 2024. Let's hear all about it. Well, there's a lot of gardeners out there, but only a few can claim the title of master. So we're pleased to be joined today by Terry Kane uh, from the OSU Extension Tulsa County Master Gardeners Program. Terry, how are you doing today?
4: I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm doing great. Uh, So we invited you on the show today to talk about the Master Gardeners Annual Plant Sale, uh, which started this month and runs online through March 17th. And all our listeners, you can check it out at TulsaMasterGardeners.org. Terry, that's right, right?
4: That's correct,
0: yes. Yes. Um, So yeah, tell me a little bit about the sale. Um, What can people... When they log on when they log in or they they go online to check out the sale um what sort of plants are there for them uh, that they might be interested in?
4: Uh, we have two hundred fifty different plants. we actually have um, a soil that's made by a local company oh, and we We've actually got worm castings that are available that's done by uh, a green, green country worms, I believe it is. But uh, so, yeah, there's a lot to pick from as far as plants go.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh,
4: we've got, of course, your bedding plants uh, and we've got annuals, perennials, natives. Uh, we've got milkweed. We've got herbs and vegetables. hmm.
0: Yeah, uh, and like you said, a lot of uh, local producers are involved in yes. this as well.
4: Yes, we have made use of some local people here around the Tulsa area.
0: Yes, are the um, the master gardeners involved in um, any of the
4: yeah.
0: providing any of the plants that are for sale?
4: I wish I could say we are, but <laughs> no, that's we are fine. busy. We are busy promoting and and giving <laughs> great mind. plants to to pick from, and and we'll answer any gardening questions you have about those plants. So yes,
0: well, you guys can't do everything, you know. You're no. I know you're master We're gardeners, good. but you, you're still limited by uh, human uh, limits. Um, so, other um, this is the biggest annual fundraiser. For the Master Gardener's program, right?
4: It is yes. Uh, this, like I well, like you mentioned, our online sale kicks off February first, mm-hmm. and it runs until March the seventeenth. And so, if you go to the Master Gardener website, you'll see a big icon that says Plant Sale, and uh, all they have to do is kick click on that, and they will get our shopping cart, and they can shop a couple of times like I do because the first round i didn't get everything i wanted and Mm -hmm. then all all the plants are available for a drive through pickup on thursday april the 18th
0: yes right well talk a little bit more about how that uh, pickup works so you buy uh the plants online and then it will all be ready for you on one uh pickup day i guess
4: it will It's quite a feat, but we pull it off every year. Uh, Yes, our shopping cart online gives you all your information that you want to know about the plant, whether it can be planted in sun or shade, or is it drought tolerant, or does it like wet feet? Uh, We answer those questions in the descriptions, but uh, yeah, that week before their pickup on Thursday, uh, which is always been a thursday every year uh they we are working hard to get everybody's order pulled ordered together we're like a mini amazon happening yeah. with about 200 different master gardeners working the sale yeah and uh, we pull their orders together and we just kind of they do a drive-through tell us they're here and we load them up and they're out the door
0: yes um and where is it that the virtual that the pickup is
4: the pickup is at the, uh, they'll go through gate one at the Tulsa County Fairgrounds, which is the expo square, or now it's the SageNet net mm-hmm. expo. And we are in the exchange building and you can't miss us. We'll have right. orange and black everywhere and yeah. they will see the lineup and the line's a little intimidating at first, but we really try to keep it moving. So yeah. we are there for, for 12 straight hours loading cars
0: yeah that's impressive like you said a little mini amazon there it is yeah um so what are some examples of some of the programming that the plant sale helps support the uh, Matthew Gardner's programming
4: well uh we do have a couple of fundraisers another one of our fundraiser that helps and I'll go through some of those programs but is our garden tour which happens in June so uh so the plant sale and the garden tour which actually you know that You get to see beautiful gardens that belong to master gardeners and uh, and then help with the programs that we also support, which are like uh, we have the master gardener in the classroom, which is our magic program. And we go to the elementary schools around the Tulsa area and we're in front of about 18,000 different students each year when we do the program. And then we've got an exploring insects that we do. Uh, for third graders just specifically for third graders it's geared towards them and everything that would excite them about bugs Mm -hmm. and we do about a thousand third graders there at the fairgrounds every I think we do it in the fall we've done it in the spring before but it seemed to work out in the fall the best and we've got our beautiful demonstration garden which is actually there at the extension office and uh, we are doing some renovation on the garden beds and plants and you know, just trying to beautify that. So that's being worked on this spring. So it'll be ready to go uh this summer. Yes. We've got, we've got Tulsa blooms that we do, which is uh down Brookside. And so our pink petunias that you see every summer, mm-hmm. we plant those. And of course we have a winter planting of pansies and stuff. So, um but yeah, those are Some of our programs were actually we've got our third year for Seed to Supper, which has become our farm that we're doing. Uh, It's a two acre Mm -hmm. farm. And we actually have um, enough produce that we send it to food banks and places like that. Um, And I forget how many pounds we gave them, but it's amazing every year. I'm going to be a little more involved with that. But right. um, So this year, what
0: is your favorite program to be involved with?
4: I love the plant cell. It's a lot of work.
0: Yeah.
4: In, in four days, it's 65 hours, but um, this will be my last year to chair it. So i right. kind of been a baby of mine for the last three years, but okay. I, I like the plant cell. And I like working in the gardens. I like getting my hands dirty.
0: Well, I have a feeling that we're going to be saving the best for last. This is going to be the best plant cell yet. That's my prediction. Yes. We'll yeah. see how it goes. Um, yeah. So I'm also, uh, you all have a uh, an urban gardener program that you do,
4: right? Yes, we offer some public classes. Uh, mm-hmm. We actually do urban garden classes uh, as they fill up. They're offered a couple of times a year, and I believe those are actually on a Saturday. So a lot of people can attend. We do a lunch and learn, which is at two libraries here in the Tulsa area. Uh, downtown and then hardesty library down south and then we do um we've got composting that's Mm -hmm. available for the public and i believe that's an evening class class. Mm -hmm. so uh and we're also trying to start something new which is called garden talk which will be a tuesday evening class so we have a lot of things that if you didn't want to take the master gardener program which is very involved yes Uh we right. if not we everyone give you, has the time. Yeah. If we give you nine weeks of knowledge, we want to help you use that knowledge for mm-hmm. for the long run. But anyway, uh yeah, so there are other classes that you can take that you can see on our website when they become available.
0: Right. Yeah. I was just gonna ask. So if people are interested in those classes, is that also on the website? Is that it how is. they sign up and things?
4: It is,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: What if you're interested in being a master gardener? Uh is Do you also start that through the website? Uh, How do you get involved with that program?
4: Um, Well, we actually start a new class every year. Mm -hmm. So around um, August, the first two weeks of August, we will have what we call just an orientation. Mm -hmm. That's the first two Wednesdays, usually in August, unless the calendar gives us a reason to change them. But anyway, and we start classes uh, September 1st. Mm -hmm. that first week in september so yeah you can come to the orientations and, and learn about you know what the program entails and if it fits in your schedule we've had some people that are fixing to retire so they go through the program and they take uh one of their work days they take it off on wednesday just so they can go through the classes and then um yeah, come that next year, we have you in a learning internship type program where you get to be exposed to everything that we do and utilize all that knowledge you've gained the last nine weeks. So uh, it's it's interesting. It's fun. I still sit in classes when I can. Yeah. So.
0: And yeah. what what year did you say you were uh, the class of? I'm 2014. 2014 class of 2014. That's cool. So how did you, how did you first get involved in the master gardeners program?
4: Probably a lot like almost, you know, a lot of our master gardeners, we think we know it all. We're in the dirt digging and something didn't work. So we're going, wow, maybe I've heard about that class, you know? Mm -hmm. And so uh, I'm really into ornamentals and things like that. I like seeing beautification. I've done the vegetable garden, but boy, that's a lot of work. Right. So, um, yeah, I'm uh, into the ornamentals and seeing those grow. Well,
0: yeah. What is your uh, what is your favorite thing to grow uh, personally?
4: I have a trial garden at my house. Okay. If I see something I like. Uh, I love it. I try it. If it doesn't work out, I move it. So, right. I, I you know they say uh, every gardener never has enough plants. Uh. We'll buy over, buy over ten thousand different plants in our lifetime, but. Do we know where we're putting them? No, right? Because yeah. we love them.
0: Some people have books that they collect. Some people have, yeah. have plants. The yep. new plants to add to the house. Yeah. Um, so uh, this is this episode's coming out uh, February twelfth, around the middle of February, uh, which is about the time that um, a lot of people need to start prepping their gardens. Um, do you have any? What are some common um, mistakes that people might make? Um, when they're setting up their gardens, and like, are there ways that they can av- avoid making that mistake?
4: Well, don't plant really before April fifteenth. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's why we kind of time out our plant sale at that time for the customers to receive their plants. Usually by April fifteenth, you know, we've had our last freeze and it's safe to plant so uh yeah don't get too anxious
3: mm,
0: plant yeah.
4: those tomatoes because typically that's what everybody wants is a good garden tomato you No, know,
0: when we're recording this it's a, it's a sunny day since so it's yeah. nice but oak lawn like they, you never know you never know that's
4: right like yes. whoops that was a teaser we're yeah, gonna have a couple exactly. more days of winter i know yes so we deal with that too yeah
0: uh-huh um let's see so and then uh so what should people be doing uh in february um maybe like not planning yet but is there anything else that they should be working on for their garden
4: well you can do a lot of garden planning you can do a lot of dreaming going through those seed catalogs if you have a way to start seeds you could do that Mm -hmm. um we've had several of our own master gardeners that got an early jump and then that cold cold weather we've had here oof last yeah. week it, it was, they've lost everything. So they're starting over. Right. So, uh, um, yeah, but you don't yeah really I mean, you could, pl- you could get a, you could get your soil tested, mm-hmm. you know, whether you have a lawn or whether you have vegetable beds or flower beds, you could get the soil tested there at the extension mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, just a lot of planning and preparing it to get ready. Yes.
0: It seems like, uh, more and more people are interested in, um, doing like pollinator, uh, type gardens, Uh, will people be able, through the the plant sale, be able to get like uh, the milkweed and and other um, good pollinator plants?
4: They will, yeah. We actually, our um, shopping cart will note on there whether it's a perennial or a native, Mm -hmm. and we actually have some Oklahoma-proven plants that are on there, which those plants are actually trialed they're at the university in Stillwater. And so if it meets all their criteria and whatnot, then they publish it in a, a specific publication that is uh, is Oklahoma proven. Yes. And so, but yes, we have milkweed. Um, we have nectar plants for butterflies. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you could, I think we actually have a category on our shopping cart. Uh, I was just getting ready to look at that today. And I think it is for a pollinator garden. So it would list everything that you would want for a pollinator garden. Right.
0: Yes. Uh, do you all have, like, um, do you offer, like, classes that about specifically, like, pollinator gardens or anything like that?
4: Uh, not specifically mm-hmm. that I know of for that. You know, uh Of course we have the composting and everybody's into vegetables and, and that kind of thing, but not specifically, there are some sites around Tulsa that, that have, um, butterfly groups Mm -hmm. and, and they have certain classes from time to time, like at the Tulsa garden center, there will be classes there that are open to the public. Yes.
0: Good to know. Uh, well, do you have any other tips for, uh, Oklahoma-based gardeners, um, specifically, because I know, like, maybe you'll read the um, the national gardening, gardening tips, but it doesn't always translate to uh, Oklahoma, you know.
4: Um, I think what a lot of people don't realize, unless you're truly in the dirt, is that you can have, like, a, a fall planting of tomatoes, Mm. And you know, kind of, kind of plant some vegetables again that you've already harvested yeah. early. That's something
0: you don't think about.
4: Yeah, usually. and you can have I... a yeah, you can have a fall crop of tomatoes. You've just got to count your days, you know, and make sure you can harvest. Um,
0: That's good to know. I might start a a fall tomato crop
4: grounds warmer the the tomatoes like it they like cool evenings and you know warm days so
0: yes uh yeah that's that's a great tip i'm glad i asked (laughs) um let's see well terry uh it's been a delight so these the sales going on now through march 17th and uh yeah we uh we're excited for all of it and they can check it out at uh, TulsaMasterGardeners.org. right Yes. Yes. Come visit us. All right, Terry, well, uh, thanks for joining us today. We really appreciate it. Thank
4: you for having me.
2: I still want to do the Master Gardener program. Yes. Like, I, I do, love too. love it, right? Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah.
0: It
2: seems so cool. What did You looked it
0: up, Megan, and you
3: said I it did, was what? It's, and it was about, I think it was about two months, but it was a full day <laughs> every okay. week for about two like months. on a Wednesday, months. right? And like, I was like, I don't know if that's feasible with my work schedule. <laughs> yeah. So.
2: I'm going to put it on my list for retirement, I think. Mm-hmm. It sounds like exactly the kind of thing I need to, like, have in retirement to make sure I don't lose my I mind. think
3: I think there are a lot Of retired people who do the gardening program. Yeah, I think so. Yeah,
2: the whole county extension program is so great. Like, if you're a gardener, if you have, I mean, if you just have a lawn Mm -hmm. and you have a question, like, they're always there to answer questions. They're so helpful and it's free. Yeah. Yeah. Does
3: anyone have, that's very interesting. Does anyone
0: have ambitious? Uh, garden plans for
3: this year? Uh, yes, but I don't know if they're going uh, to happen. Yeah, mine are, I mean, get things to live. <laughs> in garden. That's
1: yeah. pretty yeah, ambitious. I know. Right. Yeah. Every year I want to do an herb garden for tea, mm. and every year I I pick an herb and it ends up being the sacrificial herb. that. <laughs> oh.
2: There's some that, like, I've been at, like, anything that's, like, leafy, like dill or cilantro like that, and, mm-hmm. like, light, I can't, like, it dies the second I put it in the ground. Mm-hmm. But, like, stuff like rosemary, like, rosemary will come back year after year, I have a lot of mint in my backyard. And
0: like a small pollinator garden. Yeah. That would be really cool. I would just like to be able to eat something. Mm -hmm. Like, I
2: don't know. Yeah, I me like, too, I plant days. these like cherry tomato plants, and it's like all summer for tomatoes. Well, that yeah. was a hundred bucks well spent with between soil and watering and work and.
1: Oh, that's like, another thing is we can't we can't grow anything edible because our dogs are in the backyard all the time oh, and yeah. they get to it before mm-hmm. it comes ripe and so yeah. they take all the cherry tomatoes when they're green mm-hmm. and. Mm-hmm. Oh, At least
0: the, wait, wait for it, it to rats.
2: ripen, dogs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we have a, we have those same problem with squirrels and birds. Mm-hmm. That's yes. why I want to build a greenhouse. But county extension office, man, yes. that, that whole program it's so great and. It's free, and you can just call them and ask them questions.
0: Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, So while it's time once again to plumb the depths at TravelOK.com for our weekly pod, Vince, Uh, who would like to go first today? I'll go first.
2: All right. Thank you. Um, So do y'all ever, like think about the dreams you had when you were a kid like not like mm. and i'm gonna grow up and be like we talked about the other day like what you know what was your job yeah uh but like the ones that you, even as a child you're like um this is dumb like you know? my actual dreams like no not like dreams sleeping. you had while you were sleeping no. but like things that you imagined right like oh. things that you wished mm-hmm. could be true you know and even as a kid you know that they can't but you
3: robot you horses
2: see okay this is yeah. a good example mm-hmm. you're you're approaching robot what i'm talking about there. yeah yeah. Um, we're going to talk about that later. You know, but like you'd see that first evening star and you're little, you just scrunch up your little eyes and build up all little faith in your little body and you make a wish. And when I was six, I did that. And I looked up at Venus one night in the sunset and I remember and I just thought, oh, I wish that when I die, it would be because I am eaten by a dinosaur.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and it's yes. never going to
2: come true. And I knew in the moment it wasn't going to come true. Um and that's okay. That's okay. But on Sunday, February 18th, so there won't be a lot of human beings being consumed as food at Stride Bank presents Dinosaur World Live, but it's probably the next best thing. In this show, life-sized dinosaur puppets reenact the world of the Mesozoic Era. Come and see Segnosaurus, which is kind of like if you saw the Last Jurassic. If you're the person who saw the Last Jurassic World movie, it's like the one with the long manicure, the blind one. Um or Triceratops or Microraptor. And of course, there are all just opening acts for the king himself, Tyrannosaurus Rex, who will not be singing love me tender <laughs> for tickets or more information call 580-234-1919 or visit stridebankcenter.com that sounds amazing it does six-year-old uh-huh.
0: me would be have been begging to go see real looking dinosaurs yes in an arena um what what dinosaur were you were you hoping to uh, be eaten by uh, probably trans Rex. Yeah. I
2: mean, right, if you're going to be eaten, be eaten oh, by yeah. King, you know? Absolutely. This is
0: pre-Jurassic <laughs> Park. I think it would
2: be funny if you were eaten by, like, just a little dinosaur. I know. Yeah. Like,
1: compies. Slowly.
2: exactly. Oh, yeah, that doesn't sound terrifying <laughs> at all. No, like, one bite and I'm
0: gone. You know, right, kind of thing. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Megan, what is your event t- today?
3: Well, back in ancient times, before there were debit cards and Bitcoin, humans <laughs> used physical legal <laughs> tender for their financial transactions. On February 16th, modern people can get a peek at the past at the Stevens County Coin Show at the aptly named Stevens County Fairgrounds. Shiny disks of copper, nickel, and perhaps even silver and gold will dazzle the eyes of visitors, many of whom have not seen tactile money in a fortnight or longer. Guests can browse for rare change, such as the 1933 Double Eagle, which was a $20 gold piece and the rarest U.S. coin, uh, one of which sold for almost $19 million wow. in 2021. Wow, yeah. Mm-hmm. So while they probably won't find anything that elusive, everyone is sure to have a good time, and that is what matters. Uh fun. For more information, call 1-800-782-7167. It's
2: always fun as, like, someone who doesn't know anything about that kind of stuff to wander around in, like, a niche thingy like that, you know, and, like, mm-hmm. see what people are fascinated by. I think that's cool.
0: My parents have every state quarter... Mm, uh, yeah. framed in the house. Yeah. Baller. Yeah. yep. Uh, it's probably worth whatever 25 <laughs> cents times 50 is. <laughs> uh, Carly, what's your event this week?
1: Our boastful neighbors to the south may think bigger is better, but that's not always the case. Wonderful things come in tiny packages all the time. Puppies and kittens. The smallest national park, which is only 100 square feet, located in Guthrie danny devito audiences will have yet another reason to delight in the diminutive during lyric theater presents small on february 15th through 25th former jockey robert montano will share the ups and downs of his career as a professional horseman which nearly killed him Word of caution, Montano's ride includes adult language, drug references, and details about his battle with bulimia. So bringing kids under mm. 14 isn't necessarily recommended. On February 16th, there will be a sign language interpreter, though. Okay. Uh, <laughs> tickets are $25 to $45. Check out lyrictheaterokc.com for more info. Wow.
0: I've heard that's really good.
1: Yeah. I, w- I would love to see it. Yeah. I know absolutely nothing about the jockeying world, and mm-hmm. I think it's just fascinating. Yeah. It is
0: really interesting, like,
3: why do, how does someone get into jockeying?
1: Yeah, uh-huh. Be well,
3: little,
0: I think yeah.
1: is
3: one way. Yeah, yeah.
1: definitely. Mm-hmm.
3: I'd like to be the biggest jockey ever. <laughs>
1: well, you would be a very bad jockey. <laughs> yeah.
3: I could try. I believe in you, Megan. They would make a movie about me, like Rudy or <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Megan.
1: The giant lady. Well,
2: they, already made a, they already made a movie about you called Megan.
1: Oh, they did. <laughs> oh, yes, I forgot. Slightly <laughs> different did.
3: take on, on Megan. It was I not mean. a horse movie. <laughs> they missed a few things. Right? <laughs> Just a few. Yeah, we're totally
0: Megan off. doesn't dance like that. What do you have, Ben? Well, now we're going to turn our attention to Swasu, where the focus is <laughs> jazz. You. It's jazz, actually. Uh, okay. America's original art form, sometimes incorrectly thought of as a beautiful relic of a bygone era, but a trip to Weatherford this Thursday and Friday proved to the skeptics just how alive and well the jazz genre is. The Swasu Jazz Festival celebrates its 54th year by bringing in musical guest Terrell Stafford, hailed as one of the great trumpeters of our time. Regular listeners of the show will remember my interview with festival organizer Dr. Richard Turk, uh, who's also a music professor at Swasu. Indeed, education and opportunity are a big part of the yearly event, particularly in the form of the all-day big band competition that attracts some of the best school and other jazz bands from across the region for competition and earnest feedback from judges. A free concert from the Terrell Stafford Quintet is 7 p.m. Thursday at Swasu's Fine Arts Auditorium, and the big band competition kicks off Friday morning at the same venue. There will be numerous other ticketed and free performances on the Swasu campus and around Weatherford for those two days. You can see a full schedule of events and order tickets online at swasujazz.weebly.com.
2: It's a good event. Mm-hmm. It's always been a good event.
0: Yes. Yeah. Really, cool I had really a cool great thing. time uh, talking mm. to Dr. Turk about yeah, that. Yeah. We used so. to go to that when I was a
2: kid. Mm-hmm. Um, really really fun uh,
0: you want to do star of the show
2: yeah who's the star of
1: the show Uh,
0: the star of the show is um, all the uh, nice uh, non-snarky uh, Facebook and thank you Instagram commenters
1: they deserve it they, they really do. they're the superstars yeah. so they get the, the star
0: world.
2: yeah I would buy them all cookies yes I could do on that on the
0: star chart um, they've got five and um, it's good for uh, I don't know I don't
2: yeah. know I'm just gonna say for the record I feel like people know this but maybe Maybe not. Like the writers of Saturday Night Live are not trolling our <laughs> comment section looking for their next writer. Like, no. Yeah. Okay.
0: And neither are the uh, editors uh, of Oklahoma Today. Or.
2: <laughs> well, and you, yeah, it's just not. We're not political, man. Chill yeah. out. Just chill out. It's okay. Just chill out.
0: Well. <laughs> just chill out. It's fine. Absolutely. everything's Fine. And be <laughs> yeah.
2: chill, like us. Yeah. Be we're sh- all chill, just right? Be chill. Yeah. Mm. We're all pretty chill.
0: Uh, Well, if you like the show and you still can't get enough, head to oklamantoday.com or pick up our latest issue on newsstands right now. Send your feedback to OKTPod at travelok.com. We'll talk to you again next week. The Oklahoma Today podcast is a production of Oklahoma Today magazine and the Oklahoma Tourism and Recreation Department. Her hosts are Oklahoma Today editors Nathan Gunner, Carly Ibarra, Megan Rossman, and Ben Lucian. Theme song, editing, and production help by Oklahoma Today's production manager, Bridget Sloan. For more information, visit oklahomatoday.com.
1: Goodbye.